0: Dear human, dear soul, I welcome you to my podcast series Messages from Beyond. Since a near-death experience I have had the gift of communicating with the subtle levels of the cosmos in a form of deep meditation in which I ask certain beings from the other world to communicate with me. As one of the first contacts to the afterlife, my old friend and teacher, friend of the Indians, showed himself to me. And it is now a great pleasure for me to introduce you to the conversations here as a supplement to the books. Please excuse me if the terms and our articulations are not perfect. Our mother tongue is German, but we try to translate it to the best of our ability. Thank you for understanding. Please let us know what you would like to teach us about infinite expansion.
1: The infinite connection to the cosmos extends everywhere and to every space. If you understand that infinity is the principle of the cosmos, you will be richly rewarded with serenity and peace as well as energy and love.
0: Dear friend of the Indians, but infinity, as far as I understand it, isn't something that you are immediately able to consciously perceive. Is that right? Right. Please describe me the path a soul must walk in order to receive this state of mind, this perception that you mentioned, as a reward.
1: The soul creates its own individual path, always in connection with the infinity of the source. On this path, it will go into different types of bodies and into other forms without a body. But it is not our aim to describe this today. As the soul and its intention travels onwards, it also begins to experience the perception of constriction. Every time it enters a body, and every time it enters a new form, it will also enter such a constriction. This experience teaches the soul that its development cannot be experienced in a state of limitlessness, but only in a state of confinement. Dear
0: friend of the Indians, It begs the question why this is so.
1: This is very easy, dear. The form that confines us shows us how free we really are.
0: Still, the souls experience constriction on this path, and through that they learn. How does this continue? What does a typical journey of the soul look like? What phrase, what phases, what phases, phases, or levels are we looking at with regard to this constriction and limitlessness?
1: During this process the soul learns how important this freedom really is. Depending on the readiness to live this freedom, the souls begin to rediscover that limitless expansions is their ultimate goal. They do this through the instrument of constriction.
0: I understand. You spoke of readiness. What does this readiness depend on? Are there phases that a soul goes through? I would imagine that a soul that incarnates for the first time is less ready to seek infinity than a soul that has had made many incarnations. Is there any type of measurement for this?
1: This is difficult to describe because the experience of the individual soul and its experience of abundance are as manifold as the flowers of your world.
0: So when the choice, the intention of I want now to experience infinity again begins to form, the soul begins to herald the start of the experience that serve to bring this consciousness back.
1: Exactly. Mm. That is what happens. You consciously and willingly embark on the path of recognition of infinity, which is everlasting even though the forms are not infinite. The forms of the world in which you exist may curb your energy, but they do not take away infinity from you.
0: Hmm. Please tell me more about infinite expansion. What happens when a human being wants to live the awareness of expansion into infinite freedom? What happens during his life and what happens when he dies, when he leaves the body?
1: This is a very complex question, but I will try to answer it as best I can. The person who decides to re-experience infinity embarks on the path of the wise and changes his perception away from constricted, limited, deprived forms to awareness of the unlimited connection and of the infinite variations of form in the cosmos. Such a path requires a lot of concentration because the forms of constriction that surround you are manifold and very distracting. But once the soul has realized that, it will embark on the path of concentration. This path will provide it with many experiences of amplitude and expansion, even within the framework of our constricted forms. Everything that the person feels on this path remains part of his perception, and these feelings will transform his attitude and his intention. He's like a child that, having lived in a state of constriction and unawareness, suddenly experiences freedom when it is allowed to play outside. He begins to feel vastness, freedom, love and joy. The soul never wants to let go of this feeling ever again. Conscious experiences make the continuation on the path an imperative requirement.
0: Okay, and what happens next?
1: This experience of freedom now becomes an integral part of the soul. And the more freedom it lives, the more it will want to maintain this form. This means that a soul thus liberated will continue to seek infinity even after death, and it will continue to expand and expand. The necessary energy will be provided by the source. It is like a being that realizes that the connection to the source is also its lifeline and that this, too, can expand, enlarge this vastness. Therefore, as you become more and more aware of the connection to the source, your power will grow, and this will enable you to expand into infinity.
0: I remember talking to an entity who, when it was happy, said that it was permitted to experience infinity. It was a bit like humans saying, my heart is jumping for joy, that is... An incredibly happy feeling. Hmm. Is this Is this right? Did you perceive infinity as a gift?
1: That is correct. Because to experience infinity allows your own energy to expand fully. And this is a wonderful feeling. And as much as you can talk about feeling here, but it is definitely a beautiful perception. And when we expand... It is always like a feast for the soul.
0: I think contamination plays a large part in blocking our access to infinity, right? Right. Am I correct in thinking that souls that purify also expand in a way?
1: Of course, that is true. You know that it is. Contamination blocks connection. And connection is important for perception. So both are intrinsically connected.
0: This begs the question, what is the goal? When a soul experiences infinity and expands further and further and further and further, (laughs) is there ever, ever, ever an end to this experience?
1: That is a very intelligent question, Sylvia. A soul can experience expansion as long as it is permitted. As always, permission is direct and manifold. The permission is the key to experiencing expansion. In this light, you do not just require the intention of the soul itself to expand, but also the permission of the cosmos to experience this expansion.
0: Okay, but what does this depend on?
1: It depends on a whole number of different components that are connected to merit and deeds that you have already performed. The cosmos requires that the souls strike a balance between mental and physical expansion in an energetic sense. Imagine something like a system that has become blind unto itself.
0: What do you mean by that?
1: The cosmos does not need the free will and the intention of the soul in order to make expansion possible.
0: Mm.
1: It needs actions. Mm. Acts of expansion, acts of liberation. These, in return, resonate and communicate with all the other energies and as a result of this, the cosmos allows individual expansion.
0: So you want to point out that the system is so complex that it does not only depend on free will, but that you have to affirm it through your action. Because only this action elicits... The resonance will in turn become part of the cosmos, which in turn allows, or actually only then allows, this expansion as a result of these actions. Godness, <laughs> this is really rather complex.
1: <laughs> that is what I have just said. But you are beginning to be able to put this complexity into comprehensible form. Mm. I'm very happy about this, because on the one hand it is really complex. Yet, on the other hand, it is not incomprehensible.
0: Yes, that's right. But what do you mean by the blindness of the cosmos? That is the cosmos that the cosmos is only able to perceive action?
1: That is exactly what I
0: mean. Wow. So when a soul embarks on this path and wants to expand… What advice would you like to give to it in order to help it create exactly this balance between the intention and the energy to undertake this development on the one hand and on the other hand to do the right deed in order to solicit this permission?
1: You can help the people to embark on this journey by giving them this information here.
0: Hmm.
1: For on the one hand it will make it comprehensible. And on the other hand, it will touch their soul.
0: Thank you. Please give them a hint about how to strike this balance.
1: It is not so hard to strike this balance. You have to seek a connection that formulates a goal that you want to obtain. A goal that is not a goal of the ego, but connected with all beings of the cosmos. This all-encompassing goal will be like a spear that you throw, which is attached to a connecting line that will mark the path that you have to walk. It's very important to formulate this goal very consciously. You must not begin this journey with egoistical wishes, not even secretly egoistical wishes. It has to be in a loving spirit of wishing to serve and help. You connect your material wishes with the spiritual impulses of your soul, and these remain on earth eternally in order to help people live on this planet in this your time, even long after yourselves have passed on. You should choose such a goal, to work and help and love without demanding anything in return.
0: And as soon as the goal has been clearly formulated, things will begin to resonate with it and the appropriate task will present themselves, right? Right. Okay, understand.
1: Intent is the beginning. Love is the path. Energy is the reward. And eternity is the joy of the soul.
0: Wow. Dear friend of the Indians, when I asked whether there is an end to expansion, you said that you cannot easily answer this because of the concept of permission. We have sorted this out now, but what happens when a being has managed to create this balance, to expand, has obtained permission to expand and to create and so on? What is the ultimate goal?
1: For the soul to have limitless experiences means to experience the connection with the source even more intensely. This would call the ultimate enlightenment. But this does not mean merging with the source. Instead, the soul retains in its individual form, but accelerates to such an extent that it will have reached such such immense power close to the source, that it is now capable of becoming a mother soul. Then the eternal circle will begin again, because small parts of this energy will begin to break away from it. That is the ultimate goal.
0: But that means that all souls who have successfully walked this path will become mother-souls and that there will be more and more and more mother-souls?
1: Yes, that is what it means. Because the cosmos is limitless. The multitude of souls is also limitless. Therefore, please do not ask from the framework of your human limitations. You understand what you are capable of understanding, but you do not understand the cosmos.
0: <laughs> so there is no higher step to take for a soul than to become a mother soul, right? Right. Hmm. So all souls who expand ultimately become a mother soul. Yes. Yes. The soul that has embarked on the path of experiencing this expansion is itself part of a mother-soul. So what happens when a soul becomes as powerful as its mother-soul?
1: You name a very unique connection. Because what ultimately happens is that the mother-soul of this soul is now allowed to share in the experience of the new mother-soul's energy – and hence to become a kind of sister soul,
0: and this is because you cannot separate this connection right? exactly. And what's that? What does it mean? I mean, does this have any advantages or disadvantages when, when advantages when they are sister souls?
1: It does not have any advantages or disadvantages. It is what it is.
0: Okay i thought that perhaps this connection would encourage or cause certain things when two mother souls are connected so strongly together
1: no hmm. it does not to do, it does not do this because every mother soul is an independent system which continues to exist as such
0: it is possible is it possible that a mother soul merge with the source is this even possible no why not
1: The mother soul is not capable of containing this amount of energy. The source is more than you can even imagine. Forget about any kind of logic and you have understood the source.
0: Okay, so the highest goal of expansion could be to become a mother soul. But it doesn't have to be right. It doesn't have to be, right? Because it is a matter of the free will of each soul.
1: That is correct.
0: So what happens to souls that decide not to become a mother soul, but that still have the power of a mother soul?
1: It does not happen, that. Our energy does not wish to become a mother soul. Because once the energy has become so expanded, so wide, it wants to give. The mother soul lives the spirit of giving in its highest form.
0: Mm. Expansion in itself means giving with love in all that we do. And therefore the perfect, the quintessential form is the mother soul, which, of course, only wants to give, right? Right. Did I forget something? No. Would you like to say anything else about this subject?
1: That you have a wonderful chance to use your life and your actions in order to expand your soul so that you can dwell into a wonderful, liberated feeling that allows you to fly on, to love on, without fear or sorrow. Your life task is most of all to recognize infinity, to live in freedom and to accept all the forms on your planet. And most importantly, to also recognize the tools they present you with. The life task of your soul is to walk through all of this and like actors in, uh, as you call it, a play, to live and give only love. That way you will divest yourselves of old mistakes and others of their limitations. This is the path of the pilgrim
0: what do you mean this is the path of the pilgrim
1: the path of the soul unfolds like the path of a pilgrim who walks without haste without attachment but approaches all the people who meet help or even love him with nothing but love he helps wherever he finds suffering and he rejoices where this where there is joy he brings positivity where there is negativity, where powerlessness resigns, he walks on. This form is the best description of what I mean because it frequently is the biggest mistake of your life to hold on to an old form that constricts you. No contamination which you can remove at every moment and every day anew, but holding on to old forms that constrict you are the end of freedom for your soul.
0: Okay. Understood. Thank you very much. Love.
1: Thank you, sir. Love. Mm -hmm.